Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. Two hundred strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. <laughs> yeah, and don't don't audibly interrupt me at the beginning of the show or anything, Jimmy. It's you know we're just trying to run a professional wrestling podcast here. Professional, with, professional with, with solid uh, production values. Uh, it is February tenth, twenty twenty one. It's listing your boy number two hundred two, and now I got to adjust mine because Jimmy adjusted his. Sorry, there but we I, go. I would have had eighteen feet above my head if I hadn't. That's so, true. You know, kind of had to do it. It's you listening, you boy. It's fightful. You weren't here last week, but you're here this week. Barely. Yeah, and I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you much the last couple of weeks. No, it's been you busy. Know? It's, been, it's been busy. Yeah, I've, I've been on a lot of phone calls, and I, I told Sean, 2.45 Eastern, I get a phone call, and I knew immediately <laughs> I'm going to spring into this podcast at like two minutes after three. So. Eh, I mean, it happens. But guys, we're here. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications, all that good stuff. We're streaming live on Facebook.com slash Fightful Online as well. In our Facebook group, we are on Periscope. We're all over the place. Podcast platforms everywhere. So anywhere that you can show some love, the one million platforms that we have uh, would help a lot. And if you want to uh, donate a Super Chat, you'll get your question or statement right on the air. Please limit that to one Super Chat or one question per Super Chat. But Jimmy, I was say, don't limit it to one super chat if you don't. No, want no, no, to. don't don't limit it to one super chat. You can send as many <laughs> as you want. But uh, yeah, please limit it to one question per super chat. But you know what? If you want more, I do a Q and A show every week, every single week on FightfulSelect.com. That reminds me, I should probably put up the Q and A field so that we'll uh, actually get some questions this week. Jimmy, what do you got going on? So why, oh why, Sean Rossap? Do you choose to report on stuff like nobody wants Alina Vega? Oh my God. That's so, so frustrating, man. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. She blocked me for a brief period yesterday. Because of that? 
I would imagine so. Because but I she, mean, she didn't go to the source, Sean. That's why well, she went to these these guys in between. You know, to be fair, man. I don't expect her to subscribe to Fightful Select. As you know, there are a lot of wrestlers and executives that do, but I don't expect everybody to do that. In fact, one of the first times I got in touch with Tommaso Ciampa, it was because somebody had incorrectly reported something. And he was like, listen, I don't read a lot of that stuff. He's like, I just see what it is, and I'll say if it's fake or not. And I was like, well, listen, if you ever need to know something that's behind that paywall, people can reach out to me. If you're a wrestler, I'll tell you. When we get on Fightful.com, I'll probably just comp you an account if you want that much. But uh, it's, yeah, it is frustrating to have your words taken out of context. It is. You know, when... um... When you sign up for Fightful Select, you get a copy of my old ebook, and uh, I'm still waiting for feedback from Vince McMahon on his copy. Oh so uh, hopefully, I get a text or an email here. Let me know what he thought of it. <laughs> Did you send him one? No, I was just oh. being sarcastic. No, I wasn't no. sure if you if you uh, actually actually. I did, uh, I, did, I, I did find out something though. Oh, did you? I don't know if I told you about this. Uh, should, should I even talk about this stuff on the air? Probably. Eh, I kind of talk about whatever I want. So there's a uh, there's a promoter. I won't say his name. If if you're a FIFA Select subscriber and if you got my ebook, then you'll know. There's a promoter that I used to work with long ago, uh, and it's how I got to know some of the guys that are my friends in the in the business to this day. And he did a lot of very scrupulous things to the point that I almost deposed for the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, oh, against boy. this guy, I bet I bet I know who it is. Oh, you know who it is. Anyway, yeah. I I found out, and I found out just recently because I got a text message from a friend of mine in the business that knows this promoter read my my ebook. He read my book, uh, and uh, he uh, was asked about it, and he basically said, "Yeah, it wasn't very flattering. Not very flattering." Uh, but I mean, all true. I, I, I think I know who it is. Yeah. Was it uh, without saying the name, the AWA fella? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Or as I should yeah. say, the AWA fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I found out you read it. And, uh, and so, you know what I did? I haven't heard back yet. I hit up dark side, dark side of the ring. Yeah. And I basically said, cause I, I heard about, uh, before they started announcing the topics for the season, yeah. I already heard them all. Yeah, and a couple yeah, of you them. Should have just told me, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I just some, sometimes I just. <laughs> Hell, you know, hey, hey, Sean, did you know Mike Tyson's going to smoke weed right before he gets in the ring with Roy Jones Jr.? You didn't tell me that was like an inside track. It was a prediction. No, I knew. Well, you should have told me that, and I would have reported. Uh, Mike Tyson's definitely going to smoke weed. Actually, that's the reason that, that I tend not to say stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you never know. It's not like you have a personal stake in this. Process. Well, I know, but no, I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm out of the. You you know this about me. A few times, I have kind of overstepped the journalist thing and gotten in trouble and. I don't want yeah. to be a journalist. Yeah. I, I leave stuff to myself. You've gotten me in trouble a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, I did. Bret Hart didn't like that. No, but, he uh, didn't. But anyway, so I hit them up to say, hey, I have a topic for you for season four uh, because this guy's story is unbelievable. And so, uh, and we'll see uh, what comes of it. But yeah, I heard you read the book. I have a few so. connections there at Dark Side of the Ring as well. So uh, I, hit up the, I hit up one of the producers because he's Canadian. So, oh, yeah. I'm excited. I love that show so much. But now, guys, leave your thumbs up. Tap that bell for notifications. All that good stuff. Uh, I got an interview with Matt Cardona dropping uh, tomorrow. You might see a clip of that later if we have enough time. But uh, I dropped the interview with Shazza McKenzie this week. Show that a little bit of love. And I did a video with Denise. We did a How Well Do You Know Each Other video. And you know what's funny, Jimmy? On her channel, I have outdrawn Matt Cardona. Really? 
Just saying. No, no disrespect, but but hey, and uh, I can't we, I can't use the excuse that Cardona is too too oversaturated because you're way more oversaturated than he is. Oh, I I am for sure, and <laughs> might might be even worse if we land this other sponsorship deal. Let Let's see how that works. But Mike Dempsey says, uh, "Terrible idea. Triple threat: Cena, Edge, and Orton. Not like this has ever happened before in recent memory. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Where's that even coming from? Is he just making that up?" Uh, I think so, Mike. I don't think that's the direction they're no, going to go in that one. I don't one. think so. No, don't think that's going to happen. And Evan Wright says just requesting a host for Thunder Rosa versus Layla tonight on Dynamite. My God, that's going to rule. Main event is super exciting to me. Well, it's super. It, that match specifically is super exciting for me because I have Layla Hirsch scheduled for an interview right now. So um, hopefully that comes to fruition, doesn't get yanked from me or anything like that. But I mean, everybody knows I'm a fan of. Thunder Rosa's work and have interviewed her multiple times. So that one's going to be uh, brutal. But what do you got on the list, Jimmy? Is it true that they censored my hole? <laughs> Somewhat. Like people are like, oh, well, they pulled it from from Hulu. They pull Hulu. all kinds of stuff from Hulu. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they did. They did censor the hole. Jimmy. That's going to go down as the greatest improvised line of her entire career. Nothing's ever going to top it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So they, they got to do something with that. Yeah, they got to do something with it. I want to start by sending my condolences to the family of Butch Reed. Yeah, uh, He passed at the age of 66 from heart complications. I, I read that his family believes that it might be COVID related. Um, what a run Butch Reed had. You know what I mean? He, he was hacksaw Butch Reed in Mid-South back in the territory days. Gets to WWE in uh, 86. Dyes the hair blonde. They call him the natural Butch Reed. You heard the rumor about the Intercontinental title? Oh, of course, that, that he was originally supposed to win it the night that Ultimate Warrior win it, won it. No, um, that's not, that, that's incorrect. What was that? He was he was supposed to or beat Honky Ricky Tom, Steamboat. Man. Yeah, he was supposed okay, to yeah. beat Ricky Steamboat. Be, my bad. He was supposed to win it from Ricky instead of Honky Tonk Man, and then they put it on Honky Tonk Man. That's right. And uh, I never heard the full story. And uh, uh, years ago, I interviewed Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, I think you've seen the transcript before, Sean. I don't know, but I, I interviewed I him and I asked him somewhere. I think. Okay, I asked him about it. I said because the rumor was yeah. that uh, Hogan had been pushing Honky on Vince because Hogan and Honky were, were friends. So the rumor was that Hogan was pushing Honky on Vince. Vince was was eyeing Butch Reed, and supposedly the night of the title change, because Steamboat was taking time off because his wife was having a baby. Yes. So the the night of the title change, Butch Reed allegedly went missing in the locker room yeah. and they went with honky. I asked Ricky Steamboat about that. Ricky Steamboat, this is back in like 2005 ish ish. Mm-hmm. He said, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Wow. And, and what I heard later was that they tested a program with Butch Reed and Ricky Steamboat. They did a house show run and they did one televised match. I think it was on wrestling challenge. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Vince wasn't happy with, uh, with the reception. So they pivoted. That's the rumor that I've always heard. But he had a great run as the natural. And then after that, of course, he was part of Doom in uh, in oh. the NWA with uh, Ron Simmons. So he had a great run, man. Right here, one of the earliest memories of my figure collecting days. I got this Butch Reed figure. And look, like, Jimmy, they could never do this now. You see those shoes with the Nike Are you sure that's them? not Ron Simmons? That is, that is Butch Reed. That's uh, Butch Reed's action yes. figure? Yeah. Here's the thing. When I got it, I thought it was ron simmons it is ron um, simmons all right i thought it was uh i thought it was ron simmons it wasn't no ron simmons uh i'll, I'll pull up a picture of it right now that was butch reed uh, but i thought it was ron simmons when i got it because 
standing uh, side by side, you'll you'll see the difference. Okay, wait a second. Is that an LG? That's a Galoob. That's a Galoob? Yeah, it's a Galoob, like oh, five-inch okay, figure. It, it looks, yeah, they almost look yeah. like twins there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could even double up because they 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 were both in sweatpants. Yeah. They were both in the sneakers. <laughs> they didn't make these figures that much different. The hair on on Ron was yeah. different, and the bit. pose was different. Yeah. But man, I loved that Butch Reed figure, and that was really my introduction to Butch Reed. And then I would watch WCW, and there'd be Doom on there. Oh, I loved it. Um, Evan Wright says, "Hope we see Hacksaw Will Hobbs soon." I love that that. Dave Meltzer had put out there that the the family of Butch Reed reached yep. out to Will Hobbs to say he really liked your work. I think Hacksaw Will Hobbs is a way better name than Powerhouse Hobbs. I do too. The only problem they're going to have is people are going to associate it with Jim Duggan. Piss off with them, then they can. I'm piss just off. saying, like, yeah. like people are going to be like, "Where's the two by four and stuff like that?" You know, idiots, maybe dummies it's if it's an, i think i love it as an homage to to butch reed I, you know what if if aew because the problem is you have to educate your audience and yeah and one of the problems that i've had with uh with tony khan a little bit is that he does stuff targeting the smart crowd not knowing that the casuals don't know and they so do, for, i think they do a lot of, they do really good with the video packages though like they they'll, try they'll, they they'll try. take people off tv and they'll put video packages up like with pack and like doing the Taz technique breakdowns and all that stuff of explaining things. I think they do pretty good with that. I suppose. I don't, I'd like, I don't know if people watching dynamite, if they all know the bullet club and if they all know the association and past members and all that yeah. stuff. But when it comes to Will Hobbs though, all they got to do is bring in Butch Reed's family. If they're open to it mm-hmm. and, and do a little package talking about Butch Reed. Maybe they could even get, well, I guess they're not going to get mid South footage. Cause I think WWE owns that, but they could get pictures and and talk about Hacksaw Butch Reed, and then they could uh, they could uh, anoint he, him. He worked enough different territories to where they could get footage of him, and and even even beyond that, like I don't know how he looked in the two thousands when he was doing some stuff. Uh, I think he did some stuff with, with Harley Race's school. Oh, I think he? that would be. I think there were enough places they could they could do that with. Okay. Um, and uh, our mod Hannah letting me know no notifications. Not well, thanks to YouTube. We really appreciate you. Um, maybe maybe it's yeah. because they don't like linear eyeballs in the title, Jimmy. Maybe that's it. Maybe you said you want a T-shirt, huh? Yeah. Well, I did. Now it's not as hot. Now we probably need a my whole one. Uh, Mike Dempsey says, "Here's my logic. Orton wins the chamber. Cena's pretty much confirmed for Mania. Otis wins his case back somehow for Miz." And McIntyre promises a shot for the title if Otis can give it. That ain't happening, man. No, I that's going to happen. You. Yeah. I appreciate you in the super chat, but that yeah. that ain't happening. That, no, we'll, that we'll talk just- about Cena in a minute. Uh, I, I had heard some stuff about John Cena, and I wanted Sean to confirm it because I don't like to just post rumor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because this is my podcast, I'm probably going to tell you the rumor I heard. Uh, not unofficially because I don't care. But yeah. first, I want to talk about WrestleMania 37. So I want to talk about where it looks like they're going. Well, and I want to let's give this guy some more attention for the generous I'm, super I'm chat. Sorry, I'm sorry. Off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think that Otis is winning that case back. I think they got it off him for a reason. It it ain't working. It is not working. Drew promising a title shot. One, they have completely fumbled the fundamentals of his run, which. Jimmy, the first night he came out, and he said, I'm going to give this title shot or title shot to people who deserve it. Big Joe pops back up. He yeah. gets the title shot. Yep. Seth Rollins loses at WrestleMania. Title shot. 
Dolph Ziggler just shows up and says, here I am, title shot. Orton gets four title shots. Yeah. Um, you look at it, five people. Five people get title shots right now, and I will I, I will explain that a little bit later. But uh, Matt James says, you and Denise said it Monday night, but after rewatching 2020 Rumble, I'd like to see Edge versus Styles main event night one, Christian in Edge's corner. I, I want to see Bianca and Sasha main event night one. Uh, Roman and whoever are main eventing night two. Right. But I want Bianca and Sasha main eventing night one. I, I don't want to see Christian in Edge's corner. I want to see Christian wrestling at WrestleMania. But, uh, yeah, I mean, now now seems like a good time to talk about WrestleMania dream matches. Huh? And, well, we know who you want Christian to wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah. And, and we'll see if that happens. And if it happens, I'm going to have to give you some of the credit for your Twitter game. But in, in terms of Mania 37, where they're headed versus where they could be headed. Because, you know, we always say this. WWE, they don't have the creative anymore with Vince McMahon, but they still got the horses. So when you look at where they are probably headed, it looks like Roman Reigns edge uh, for the uh, universal title. That makes sense to me. I thought it was going to be Edge McIntyre because I looked at Edge as a raw guy. But in terms of marquee, Edge Roman Reigns is the marquee. So that makes sense that they would go in that direction. Uh, Drew McIntyre, to me, feels like he's in limbo a little bit uh, for the reasons that you just mentioned. I mean, everybody in the Elimination Chamber... Not not a lot of, of, of name value there. A lot of those guys have been 50-50. Sheamus, there's a story, but Sheamus has been 50-50 to death. No marquee with any of those guys. So Drew McIntyre, they got to figure out. Looks like Sasha Bianca. Looks like Charlotte uh, Lacey Evans. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee, it looks like. Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. Um, good on Damian Priest. I got to tell you, I didn't know who the hell Bad Bunny was. I would walk by him on the street. Wouldn't wouldn't have a clue. Sure. Uh, so I'm at the Rumble. Not my cup of tea. Uh, I don't have an appreciation for it, but I recognize what a what a what a celebrity he is. I've heard that the merch is flying off the shelves that he's doing with WWE. And so, if you can give Damian Priest that rub, uh, the rumor is Damian Priest and Bad Bunny in a team against Miz and Morrison at Mania. I say good on Damian Priest. That's that you know you're going to get eyeballs on you that you might not have had otherwise. And so, yeah. uh, you know, that one makes sense. What do you, where do you think they're planning? Cause we'll talk about dream matches in a minute, but what do you think they're planning for Drew McIntyre? Shane McMahon. <sighs> because he padded the title belt. Something like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> I know, right? I think I'd rather see Drew McIntyre against Vince McMahon. I think. Well, and, and to your point about edge being like more of a raw guy, he didn't get drafted. He is a free agent. He's got the golden ticket, so I'm okay with that. Also, I don't think he's beating Roman Reigns. I, I Not only do I think that Roman Reigns should beat him, I think Roman Reigns should crush him. Yeah, maybe I, some I don't Hulk think Edge is wrong with that either. No, no, not at does. all. No, But I mean, yeah, it's – as far as planning, I think it's going to be Edge and Roman Reigns. I think Drew McIntyre and probably like Shane. Because they – this is the problem, and this is the issue that I had, and uh, I had a had a very spirited conversation with Gary Casty and Louis Dangor about this. Like, sure, there are guys like Jinder Mahal and Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles and Kevin Owens and people they put the title on or given big wins, but at any given time, nobody is heated up. Yeah, when it yeah. should be, multiple guys are heated up. And yeah. one of the things that was brought to my attention was, look at this. Look at Armageddon two thousand. Triple H, The Rock, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, Rikishi. You want to know what's crazy, Jimmy? At any given time, 
everybody in that match spent less time in WDB than the people in this upcoming Elimination Chamber match. Except AJ, who has been on the national scene for 20 years now. Yeah. It, but he just popped up in WDB five years ago. Yeah. Rikishi had been in multiple gimmicks for eight years. Well, you know what? Sheamus, Jeff Hardy, Miz, all those people have been around longer. It's yeah, not forever. about that. But like you look at this and none of these people are heated up. Well, yeah. it, okay, some people will be like, oh, well, Sheamus is. No, well, he's, he's he's brushed up against Drew. No, yeah. he hasn't been no. winning. Not at all. He not hasn't at all. been winning. So no. that's that's the problem. That's why I think they'll go with somebody like Shane. You should always have two or three people heated up. And I'm sitting here like, okay, why isn't Kofi in this? Where's Jinder Mahal right now? He wrestled on Superstar Spectacle. Mm-hmm. Okay, where's Braun Strowman? He popped up on SmackDown and then at the Rumble. And then where is he? Nowhere. Yeah. So my only hope for WrestleMania is this. This is my only hope for WrestleMania, Jimmy. So I saw the wrap today. Uh, we're doing this on February 10th. And I'll be honest with you, Sean. You know, I've been a wrestling fan for too long. And as the years go by, I, I forget, you know, in 2005, this happened. Like I just, you know, it, it becomes just too much to remember. I completely forgot that Christian won a number one contender match before he retired for the Intercontinental title and Biggie was the champion. I didn't I, remember any of that. You mean the bump, right? Not I'm the sorry, rap. the bump. Yeah, yeah the bump. I mean yeah. that's that's on brand for you. I wouldn't. I don't blame you. Nobody watches that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, relatively. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Mike Dempsey says, "Has a Rumble winner ever challenged for a tag title? No, just top titles. That's it. You know, uh, if there had to been some." foresight and and i don't want to turn this into another shitting on this man uh conversation but if there had been some foresight they did a decent job of telling a story about the friendship of drew mcintyre and sheamus why didn't they have a tag team title run you know what i mean if you want to give sheamus a rub sheamus has no momentum and and you know it's it's not too dissimilar to when aew did the impact deal and some fans were like oh my god oh my god and i was like what impact's got no momentum at all who gives a shit and Sheamus has no momentum at all yeah. just because he was Drew's buddy and they would, you know, talk backstage and in, in, in segments about drinking together and stuff. They, he they didn't lose every for, other match. And they didn't reference it for a decade. It's like, okay, so now you want it to pop up because it's convenient. Like right. there was no if, reference frame of reference for this. It's great. They had old footage and stuff and they legitimately had been friends, but like, yeah. why didn't that bleed onto screen until now? Yep. Yep. I think a tag title run would have been a way to go. That would have given Sheamus a little bit more legitimacy. Yeah. Now, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus could care less at WrestleMania. You know? Ray so, says Sheamus got screwed. Let him enter the chamber last. I don't know what, what you all mean by this because Kyler's also saying Sheamus got royally screwed. I don't know what you guys mean by this. I don't know. Uh, Oh, I think what they're talking about is lack of push when he came back. I think that's what they mean. I mean, maybe, sure. But I mean, yeah. that within the, the scope of kayfabe, no, because here's the thing. I'll constantly mention this. Like, why did Jeff Hardy get in in this match? People will say, well, he, he's a legend in his name and all that. And I'm like, he's beaten Elias. And he won a match against Jackson Riker. And that's it since like August, September. He, also, he lost to Riker. He lost to Riker yeah. um, in a minute. Yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. Does they not deserve make, a title shot. They will not make sense of anything. The baseline should be make some sense. I agree. And, I agree. Oh, God, man. Well, let's like, talk about dream matches now because, again, they well, do well, have well, the 
Let's answer super chats. Now. Okay, sure, sure. Chopper JJ says, "Would love to see re- uh, seen a return as Doctor of Thugonomics and face no f's." Dolph Ziggler, love the BFF vid with Denise on their YouTube channel. Keep up the awesome work. They ain't gonna do Cena versus Ziggler on a Mania, maybe like a Raw, but yeah. I think they've went back with John Cena enough. Like, I don't think like if you do the the return of the Master or the the thugonomics thing like three times, it's yeah, a little no, too much. No. So um oh go ahead, Sean. Andrew Monaghan says Seamus turns in the chamber instead of doing it now. Yeah, but I mean if he's in the chamber with Drew McIntyre, you're not gonna expect him to buddy up with him or something. And he, they like already that. attacked each other previously already. Well, yeah. I yeah, I mean th- yeah, they've got no issues fighting. Um we also have Nick saying Shane and Adam Pierce in a feud that ropes in Drew. Uh, I don't think so. We haven't seen Drew do that much stuff with Adam Pierce either. That's the yeah. thing. We've got to stretch to make things happen because WWE won't make things happen. Yeah. They, they He's won't been add- more associated with Roman on SmackDown. Yeah. Justin Lopez says, think they'll go with Braun if it's not Sheamus, even though Braun is corny and old aff to me now. Another situation where they they were giving him a title shot, Braun, when they hadn't heated him up. They're like, oh, well, what can we do? We'll have him beat up Adam Pierce, And then you see what you see now. Nerd Guru says, Alex destroyed this last night. And it was beautiful. That's the thing. I like that Alex has sour graps because his whole thing is he's going to trash the show no matter what. I constantly, like if I, if I post a criticism about the the lack of sense in the elimination chamber there's always some absolute donk that says people will complain about anything on the internet people wwe fans will complain about anything yeah i'm gonna complain when out of the five people in that match only aj styles is heated up and somebody might look at me and they go what about randy orton randy orton is the exception to the rule because he's randy orton that does not work for jeff hardy when he loses to Jackson Riker last month, it doesn't work to him. When The Miz loses every week, it doesn't work for him. Agreed. And even Randy Orton. Look at Randy Orton. What about Randy Orton? Love the guy's work. What happened? Okay, no contest against Drew. Uh, he got beat by Edge last week. Yep. He didn't win the Royal Rumble. He beat Jeff Hardy. That's good. He beat The Fiend. That's good. But what, what happened before that? No contest against Bray Wyatt. Lost to AJ Styles. Lost to Drew McIntyre. Lost to Drew McIntyre and the New Day. Since November, he beat The Fiend and Jeff Hardy. And then he's not won since. It's, it's, oh, I don't even man. remember him wrestling AJ Styles, to be honest with you. Exactly. Yeah. Mike Dempsey said, how would you feel about unifying the men's tag titles and treating it like the women's? I don't want it to treat be treated like the women's at all because what they do with that. He says just better and relevant. Edge and Christian unify. No, I don't (laughs) want to see them unified. There's a misnomer that there are no tag teams. There are. WWE just doesn't book them well. They don't book them well. And with the women, they don't have the, I don't even say the depth, the amount of people there that they they do now. Um, We also had Bill Hemmett saying, well, we'll we'll talk about the forbidden door in a bit, but let's talk about dream matches. So finally, the, yeah. <laughs> so, the, so what is a match that I have been begging for on this podcast for three, four years, probably me versus Horowitz, you versus Horowitz. Yeah. Almost I, I have been begging and pleading for years. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. How many times yeah. have I talked about that match 
on this podcast. I want to see that match. Everybody wants to see that match. They finally got Bobby Lashley heated up. Finally, after treating they, him like a piece of shit, they, they've doing, done well since the they summer. Have. With him. Like they have. Like he's beating really everybody well. now. I'm not a fan of the of the full Nelson for him. I'd rather see him do something else. But do they a full finally. Slam. What's that? Do a full Nelson slam. Could do like, that. Yeah. Sl- sling them up. Spin them in midair. Slam them. There but they finally have Bobby Lashley. He's finally got this aura about him where when he's in there, you think he's he can't lose. And so Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, do it. I mean, uh, I, you know what? I had a call this morning with my employment lawyer about COVID protocol. And uh, he heard that they're going to change the protocol. So what, what they're doing now is if you're coming back from the U.S., you have to quarantine in a hotel for three days. Yeah, You have to get a COVID test. They still have the 14-day quarantine, but the rumor or the word is that they're going to eliminate the 14 days as long as you get a negative test on that three-day quarantine. So you could have Brock Lesnar go hang with his family in Florida, have a nice little vacation. It's warmer than it is in, in, in Manitoba or Saskatchewan, wherever he lives. Have him go with his family there and, and have some nice warm weather, uh, build WrestleMania, do Raw the next night, and whoosh, back to the compound you go. They could very easily do it. They're going to do Bobby Lashley, Keith Lee. Please don't. Do Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. Everybody wants to see it, and that match would be awesome. That's number one. Number two, they're never going to do it. They're never going to do it. Matt Riddle, Bill Goldberg, who doesn't want to see it? You know I what I mean? Lo- I would love to see it. And Everybody would love to see it. Didn't Miss McMahon say we give the people what they want? Didn't he say that? What's Goldberg's excuse now? Because it used to be, it used to be like, oh, well, he's not a major leaguer. Well, Obviously, he is, and he's on the show featured prominently. Also, another issue I have with Riddle, they gave him a U.S. title shot. Their way of heating up Riddle, because yes. I had somebody say, oh, well, they heated up Riddle. I'm like, they had him get his foot stomped on. He got left laying. He yeah. lost to Keith Lee, and then yep. he got beat up again. That's right. And now he gets a title shot. And he gets a title shot for it. Yeah. What, because he's been around Bobby Lashley for a couple months? Because he's been around. Because he's been around, and that's yeah. a problem. And uh, I can't, I can't even say anymore. Well, that's not the way they really do it, because UFC does actually do it that way. They give people shots that don't deserve it. Yep. That is, oh, well, that story would would write itself. All they got to do is use all that social media footage. They could use footage from the podcast Matt did with you for Fightful when he would shit on Bill Goldberg. So it kicked it off. Yeah, and they've got the footage from was it Mania two years ago? Uh, when they ran into each other backstage? No, it was uh, SummerSlam 2019. Was it SummerSlam? Okay. So I think it's got, last time I talked to, to Matt was that weekend, actually. So they got that footage. They have so much ammunition to make that very interesting. And, you know, great programs are built when there's an element of real life. That yeah. would be – everybody would enjoy that. So I want to go down that road. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, we talked about, is kind of in limbo. I don't think anybody wants to see him and Shane McMahon. Right now, they're in a great situation because everybody on every brand is working in one city right now, right? And they're working essentially one day a week plus pay-per-view. That means doing crossovers a lot easier. Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, title for title. That's what you do. You you want want to find something interesting. You can get Drew on NXT. He's only working one day a week. You can get Finn Balor on Raw. He's only working one day a week. It's easy to do. Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, title for title is what I would do. Uh, Then John Cena. So... We'll talk in a minute if John Cena is going to be on the show, if he's going to be able to get into Florida. I heard some stuff. I asked Sean if he could confirm it because it's just stuff I heard. Haven't been able to hear yet. Okay, okay. Play so I heard some stuff. Best. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, I heard some stuff. Uh, and maybe I'll tell you, even though it's, it's rumor and Sean Rossap didn't say it, so don't shit on him and don't post on another website that Sean said it because he didn't. If Cena comes back, he's got to wrestle a heel. He has to. He's been he's been gone too long. People are going to cheer for him. You know, the, yeah. the, the absence makes the heart grow stronger, kind of thing. So he's got to be in there with a heel. If you put him in with the baby face, the baby face is going to get booed. John Cena, Karrion Cross, that's your match. When you okay. look at the, when you look at the different heels in the company, Braun Strowman, eh, he's 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 kind of tired. Seth Rollins, eh, they're, they're guys that I would see WWE put in there with John Cena. But it's kind of eh. John Cena, Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross beats him clean as a sheet. Can I That's ask you match. if he wins? What's that? Can I ask you if you'd have him win? hundred percent, yeah. I would have him win. Cena might not be back for another year. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrestled an actual match in twenty-five months, Jimmy. I never yes. thought we would see that happen. Like right. his last real in-ring match was twenty-five months. Right. Evan Wright brings up a good one. Drew and Walter is a pipe dream. <laughs> not going to get him in. Not going to get him in, but you know what? If they they went up cold and said Walter WWE title shot, I'd be like, as good as any of these other options. Oh, I, I don't disagree. They're just they're not going to be able to get him in. So that Andrew show right now. Andrew says Drew wins and picks Sheamus to get his one on one. That is definitely something WWE would do, Jimmy. Here's my issue: Sheamus will have lost Elimination Chamber. Okay, he beat John Morrison. We're talking his one on one matches. Lost to Keith Lee. Lost to Keith Lee. Lost to AJ. Lost to Riddle. That's his record since November. Yes. Why? So it's like, why? Because him and Drew don't like each other? Yep. You know what? There's all kinds of people that champions don't like, and they're not on a level. Not only that, but they're going to get a lot of ring time in at Elimination Chamber. People are already going to get the face-to-face yeah. Those guys in the elimination chamber, you know, I, I, I long for the day. You remember back in the day and, and I'm, you know, obviously my age comes out when I say this stuff, but Hulk Hogan, Andre, the giant, they had so many years to tell that story. And all they did prior to the match at mania, one battle Royal, Andre grabs one headbutt, tosses him over the top. That was it. There was no other, no other physical altercation between those two, aside from one battle Royal grabs him by the hair, headbutt, tosses him. That's it. Now they, you now you'll build up Mania by having them in a bunch of non-title matches and take matches first. They built up Warrior and Hogan by just having them Royal save Rumble. each other, yeah, and save, and, each and other. And save each other. Yes, D'Lo says hate this idea. Sheamus drew it Fastlane, then Braun. I don't doubt that that will happen uh, whatsoever. Uh, Throwback says if you need someone to face McIntyre, name that no one is saying if they can trade for him is Cesaro on SmackDown. He's one of the hottest talents on that show. Give him a title shot. Way overdue. They ain't giving him a title shot. No, he's he also another shot. guy. Shinsuke is hotter than Cesaro. 
So yeah. they, if they were going to do a brand trade, I would do a Ch- uh, Shinsuke Nakamura over Cesaro. But that another match I wanted to mention for me that I would consider to be a dream match, because again, you look at all the horses on on both brands. What about AJ Styles against Daniel Bryan against Chad Gable in a triple threat? Imagine that. They they can't they haven't heated up Chad Gable. I mean, from an in ring perspective, I'd love yeah, it. Yeah. But otherwise, like the way they booked it, no, absolutely not. You're right, but but the good thing is, is it wouldn't be expected to carry the load from a marquee position. Sure. It wouldn't be a main event type match. It would be Steamboat Savage, not even in terms of marquee, but it would be the match that would steal the show. They would have to heat him up, and they can do it. Yeah. I know they can do it. We've seen him do it. Kofi Kingston it was one of the, the most emotional builds that took him like six weeks. And it's one I'll never forget that. Never forget it. And I would love that. Uh, Nerd Guru says Oscar versus EO for the titles would be amazing. It would be, but she's going to lose to Lacey Evans at Elimination Chamber because they're going to do Lacey Charlotte at Mania. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Evan Wright says War Machine and Bear Country, but outside of WWE. I think Bear Country is emerging. I think they got some work to do. I also, I don't know how Ivar is going to be when he comes back from a cervical. Uh, I Heard he's training with Paige, eh? Heard about that? I haven't heard that, but that, yeah, he's doing him. yoga with Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Paige. Is in oh, I'm sorry. Page. No, Diamond I mean, DDP. She's had some pretty severe neck injuries. Yeah, in the I'm past. sorry. I, sh- I guess I should specify. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ethan Page, Adam Page, <laughs> Ricky Shane Page. All right. All right. Any, fine. Any fine. D-Lo fine. Diggs says, is it sad? I'm still hoping for Drew versus Alistair. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately it is sad and you shouldn't be sad because what they should have done, Jimmy, when they recognized, Oh shit, Alistair has not lost in a year. They should have had him do, uh, if they were going to wipe him off the planet, they should have had him turn heel and then go after drew. And then drew beats him. Is it, is it telling that they didn't even know uh, the undertaker's WrestleMania streak didn't even come into anybody's mind until he was already 10 and oh, yes. Isn't that telling? No one thought shit until he was 10 and 0. Yeah. And and I mean that's the thing. Alistair Black went unbeaten for a year. And they couldn't even go they couldn't even have Drew McIntyre. He Drew McIntyre based on his Postmania promo should have hunted down Alistair. And he yeah. should have said on the show, maybe management isn't thinking of you, but I am. I see that you're a threat. And they could have built like a TV program there somehow out of that. It's so weird. Unless it's your time, they will straight up take you off TV. If they think that you have a future, look at AOP. They were like, ooh, these guys, they've got a future. But it's not their time right now. Let's take them off TV. Look at Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. I, I I had doofuses saying, oh, well, they, they obviously did good with Bianca Belair. Look at her now. No. Taking a woman, a generational talent off television – for the majority of seven months and having nothing creative for her is not a good plan. And it wasn't the plan, Jimmy. They weren't planning this back in April, May, June, yeah. July, August, September. They, they, it's, it's the situation they constantly find themselves in. They call people up and they go, oh, what? I don't know what to do with them. Mm. You have all the resources in the world. Nick says, still think Brock returns, especially with mania with fans. I think so too. It's possible, but I mean, I, here's the thing. You remember when <clears throat> Goldberg, he, that people were like, oh, well, he's going to pop up in the Rumble now. He's going to pop up because he lost to Drew. And I was like, no, he's got a contract for two matches a year. And oh, by the way, WWE's money is all guaranteed right now. Yeah. What benefit is there to have Goldberg be in the Rumble 
and burn one of his matches. There unless they could, well, unless they could have deal with them where they said, you know, one, it's a one shot. I mean, that's part of your, sure. your night. They'd they have to pay him. Well, yeah, but they, they, you know, Goldberg, they, they have to pay him more. You never know though, yeah. because I, I, I feel like Goldberg at least recognizes what an opportunity he's been given. Yeah. Be, you know, being his age and his marquee is not what it used to be. And he's getting, what was the report? 250 grand a match or something, something in the U S like yeah. So I, I feel like he, uh, he, he recognizes what, a, what, a, what an opportunity he's been given. I think if Vince went to him and said, look, you're already here. Do me a favor, go in number 30 in the rumble or, or 29 or whatever and, and get out of there in two minutes. I think he would do it. I think he would have. Mike Dempsey says stream match fiend bliss and Cardi B. Cardi B just turns from a doll into real. My God. Versus Charlotte <laughs> and Lacey with Rick in the corner. I don't think so. I think, I think that a real possibility would be Damian Priest, Cardi B, and uh, Bad Bunny against Miz, Morrison, and Taya. I think that's that's a real possibility. Or, or Maurice or somebody like that. I think that would be a very, very possible thing. Cardi B in I, the ring would be dangerous. I mean, they've had... Cardi B, Bow Wow, and Bad Bunny yeah. all tweet about how much they love WWE. They, they they should have been doing this for the Thunderdome too. Like they can film like they did with Matthew McConaughey. Just yep. film somebody cheering yep. every single week. A new celebrity say, "Hey, can can you do like thirty seconds on?" Oh, they should be doing it with Bad kids. Bunny right now. That, well, I mean, Bad Bunny's on TV. No, I know, but there. get it in the can, and then like six months down the road, you can throw it on and say, "Hey, look who's here!" Kind of thing. Yeah, Unless by I mean, then the screens are gone. I mean, I don't Matt, know. I mean, Matthew McConaughey said he might want to wrestle. Like they, they really need to capitalize on this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Callahan says RVD is next for undefeated Mania streak. He's four and zero. And Kieran George says this would be outside of WWE, but it's still a dream for me. Usos and Briscoes. Oh yeah, the, the Usos and the Briscoes. Good God, I really, really wish. Hell, throw the Steiners in there while you're at it. I not those Briscoes, <laughs> you fool. I know the who was Briscoes. That's not what I meant. What I meant was brothers, brothers, brothers. That's what I, I meant. Yes, but we're talking no, we're talking larger than life personalities here. And I love the Steiners, but uh I, I don't one think of the greatest of, of all time, by the way. They I are. love the Steiners. Oh, they're them. they're incredible. Yeah, they are they're incredible. Uh Hannah says we wanted him in the Rumble so we didn't have to see him again until next year. That was Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. yeah. Paul yeah. Tattoo, Paul Tattoo you know, says, I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Paul Tattoo says, tomorrow's my 30th birthday. Happy birthday. Just wanted to send some love. Also, a dream match for me that a 0% chance of happening is Samoa Joe versus Bobby Lashley. Well, miracles do exist. Uh, go subscribe to TNA's or Impact's service. They had a match at Bound for Glory in 09. They... Did Victory Road 2014, I'm pretty sure. They did an episode of Impact in 2014. Uh, they've had several matches together, and a lot of them were when Bobby Lashley was really good in TNA. And that'd be an easy thing to set up now. All they got to yes. do is Bobby Lashley's on commentary. Samoa Joe says something he doesn't like. You, you plant the seed right there. A very easy thing to do. Yes, you know? indeed. Uh, and we got a super chat. Uh, from MC Carvalho saying what Kiera and Tasha said about Sasha Banks. It was not very professional. They are talented talking down to Sasha yesterday. was a bad look. It was a very bad look. Uh, making light of and saying Sasha's break. Like, I don't even know what they're, they're trying to accomplish there. And I think that Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles are incredibly talented people. I like Tasha Steeles a lot personally, but I, I'm just like, uh, like you, one of the, one of the things 
that WWE teaches a lot of people, don't complain, don't explain. That's just what they teach people. And I think that could be adopted there. And it's like if you've had negative experiences with Sasha Banks, well, that sucks. I'm sorry. But implying that when you say the break, I was like, man, Mm -hmm. what's up with that? I mean, they they, they should understand that it's going to be perceived as professional jealousy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I want to talk about John Cena. Okay. So, so uh, everybody has probably heard he did an interview. I can't recall who it might have been Sports Illustrated. He said there's no way that he can logistically make WrestleMania because he's, he's in Vancouver, British Columbia, filming the Peacemaker uh, series for HBO Max. Uh, and he said that because of protocol, he would have to basically leave production two weeks early to go to Florida. Then when he came back, he'd have to quarantine for two weeks. So you're essentially shutting down production for a month. So he said he logistically can't do it. Um, I think in some capacity he will be involved with Mania. I think he will be because he was part of that uh, video when they announced the dates and locations yes. for upcoming Manias. I don't think they would have had him do that. He clearly did it from from a green screen studio or something, yeah. you know, but they wouldn't well, have had him. Did. Yeah, I don't think he would have done it if they didn't have plans for him. So here is what I think. I think they're either going to try to get him to Florida or they're going to have an opponent go to him. Uh, and then do something cinematic from from Vancouver. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, I heard a rumor. It's a rumor. This was not reported by Sean Rossap. I tried to get him to, to finalize it. He couldn't. Strictly a rumor. It's all it is. I know somebody in the production world of Vancouver, they told me that uh, the Peacemaker is supposedly halting production on April 1st. That's what I heard. Strictly a rumor. Uh, if that were to happen, they could conceivably have time you know, to get him to Florida and have him quarantine. Rumor. That's all I heard. But well, I, Jimmy, I think I think in some capacity he will be involved with WrestleMania. Well, Jimmy, you know what? If your penis has halted production and you want to get it really hard, check out Blue Chew. It is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom by offering chewable tablets that can help get men stronger and longer lasting <laughs> erections. Blue Chew's tablet helps men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat all forms of ED, erectile dysfunction. It's an online prescription service, no visits to the doctor's office, no more awkward conversations besides the one I'm having with you right now, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships straight to your door as I just tried to push up on my seat and fell down. But your penis won't fall down because it will have that rock, hard erection in a discreet package now as i always say the package that that it comes in will be discreet but your package will not be discreet it will be erect it will be good to go the process is simple you sign up at bluechew.com you consult with one of their licensed medical providers and when you're approved you'll receive your prescription in days it's all done online that is a major benefit these days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient because there is more than one. And there is one that will work for you. Ah, oh, If you don't like swallowing pills, you can chew them up, my friends. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct. Use that code FIGHTFUL at BlueChew.com. You just pay $5 shipping. You get your first shipment free. You get your first shipment free, my friends. What a deal. They know you're going to come back for more, and so will she or he, depending on what you do. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. 
So yeah, John Cena, I, I I don't think we'll see a WrestleMania that he's not a part of in the foreseeable future, Jimmy. I agree. I agree. They'll I think they'll figure something out with him. But there there's another thing about WrestleMania that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Uh and by the way, kudos for using the graphic on that uh on that ad read. I've been on Sean about that. Good job, bud. That was good. Well, well here's the thing. Look, look what it does. It gets rid of our other overlay. You can't put overlays over overlays. It's fine. You look good. It's good. Looks I know I look good, Jimmy. That's not the question. That's not even, <laughs> that's not even something that, that even crossed you my know, mind. In my, in my day-to-day business, good? in my day-to-day business, you provide value add for your clients. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Of oh, well, I mean, let's be real. That's how we get so many sponsors is because I provide them with so much value. It's there all over go. my Twitter and all over that stuff. So, you so know. did you, I'm sure you did. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know where that took place, right? Yeah, Raymond James Stadium. I talked about all the crossover. It's 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 wild. WrestleMania is in the same place that the Super Bowl is last or this year. Yeah. Supposed to be there. You got Gronk. You got yep. the weekend, who was the theme of last year's and is the theme of this year's. There's a whole lot of Scarborough, crossover. Ontario, Canada, the weekend. Yep. Um, so I was very curious. I'm not a football guy, and I didn't watch the Super Bowl, aside from like turning tuning in a couple of times. I was curious logistically how it was going to work. I was curious about the social distancing aspect. I heard that they limited capacity to about the same as Mania, right? 25 or 30,000. Uh, well, I like, they haven't it, necessarily announced what Mania will, will Okay, will okay, be, well, yeah. okay. Because I, I know the rumor is 30,000 a night. But I, I yeah. liked how they did it. I liked how they had the cutouts in order. Because the first thing I thought of for the Super Bowl was, what's going to stop somebody from moving down? Because mm-hmm. you see it all the time in, in hockey games and stuff. And uh, I don't know if those cardboard cutouts were effective in preventing that, but at least they, they gave it a shot. Here was the issue. Sure, the NFL did the best they could. Capacity limit, social distancing, cardboard cutouts. That's all fantastic. The city of Tampa did not follow the lead of the NFL. You know what I mean? It yes. was a shit show. Pre, pre-game parties, concerts, bars, everything was rammed all over the place. And I will expect that in maybe two weeks, we're going to find out that the Super Bowl was a super spreader. Did you see that idiot DeSantis saying, oh, well, you all don't mind it when it's when it's protest and all that stuff. I'm like, no, if they're doing it without masks, it's also stupid. DeSantis is a moron. Yeah. He is so dumb. He's a moron. You know, he should not have won that election. I don't want to, I don't want to go on a tangent. I saw a lot of people on Facebook that were like, Oh, so we can't go to do that, do this, but the super bowl can have this. I'm like, all right, well the super bowl, a lot of spacing, a lot of vaccinated people, a lot of masks, the parties after the super bowl and before Stupid. Yes. And hey, you know what? We we haven't covered this here. I look at Steve Cutler getting fired, and yep. this is my personal hunch. It's not anybody anything I've heard. I don't think it's a coincidence that it's like this guy's getting fired for doing New Year's parties and getting COVID right before the Super Bowl, right before the weekend of the, of the Super Bowl, where there's going to be a bunch of parties where a lot of these wrestlers could be out doing stupid. I, like I yep. think that some places were sending messages. Again, my hunch, not a report. But ah, uh, I'm like, why? Why would you compare yourself to Florida? I got people here in Kentucky doing that. I'm like, that is so stupid. Don't do yeah. it. And and the, the problem again is, you know, the, obviously WrestleMania is not the Super Bowl. You're not you're not going to have as many people in town for Mania as you do for the Super Bowl. But you're still going to have people partying it up. You know, they they they've already announced. I think GCW is doing uh, doing some events. There might be some other independents that that announced that they're going to do some events. This is the concern. And what's going to happen if 
some major names, you know, associated with WWE all test positive. You had Drew McIntyre out for two weeks already. Roman Reigns is is a high-risk guy. What happens if a bunch of guys test positive as a result of the festivities of WrestleMania, and now you're shorthanded for two weeks or longer? What if Roman's family decides, we think you need to take a step back for a little bit? You know yeah. what I mean? There's a lot that can come out of this if they're not careful. So I'm very curious how things are going to go because I wasn't impressed with the with the, how the city handled the, the Super Bowl. Me either. So, yeah. I do love the cardboard cutout option. I've heard yeah, that it was right, cool. Right now, they're not considering it from what I understand. I thought it looked good, and hey, you know what? You sell them fifty hundred dollars a pop. Yep. Don't even don't even offer the shipping option. Don't even say, "Hey, we'll ship it to you." Piss off with that. That's too much. Did You'll the Super find, Bowl? Did they, did they do that? The NFL? The I, I don't team? know. I okay. don't know. But there are some places that do, and like just to charge people, it's something they can have. Uh, Vincent the super chat and says, "Please not Charlotte versus Lacey at Mania." I despise the subtle shenanigans about how Flair wants to do a woman who looks like his daughter. He's only a few steps away from a male version of Mae Young now. He deserves better. I don't think that Lacey looks that much like Charlotte. They got both got blonde hair. Blonde They're hair. both physically physically fit women. I don't think they look as much alike as everybody says. But I just think it's Ric Flair wanting to do a younger woman, which is on brand for him. I think Flair's I, loving it. And I don't need to see any more of these matches after I saw on Monday. Agreed. Uh, Ian Mullane says, what do you think of says, DP reference on Raw Talk. Did you see that? No. She uh, kept referring to Damian Priest as DP. Did um, she? Which is... Um, yeah, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> here's the thing. I looked at Damian Priest and R-Truth and they were both like, like this. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's real easy. And <laughs> and when, when she kept saying, DP, DP, R-Truth would go, Damian Priest. Did she Damian clue Priest. in? Huh? Did she clue in? I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> All right, well, let's, we have, let's move on. I, well, I we, wanna... have, we have one more super chat. Okay, okay. And it might be this next segment. Yep. Bill Hemmett says, Jimmy's thoughts on the forbidden door being open. Double New Japan? What other forbidden door is there? How many uh, forbidden doors you got laying we, around? Okay, we just talked about DP. He did a Bluetooth read. So, well, apparently you know, those doors are forbidden, Jack said, Jimmy. my hole on Raw this week. Okay, then there are no forbidden doors on Raw. <laughs> from what we see, all of them are wide open. So I think this is a great thing for AEW uh, and a great thing for New Japan. I don't. I guess the first thing I'll ask before I go into my whole spiel here, uh, and Impact fans are going to hate what I say, but before I go into my spiel here, how far from what you've heard, what's the latest on this relationship outside of Kenta showing up on Dynamite? Okay, so that the relationship was not that great ahead of time. Um, again, New Japan has been very petty. Things have improved a little bit since Harold May has been gone. And AEW's willingness to work with a lot of different people has looked good to other companies. That's what I've heard. I'm still working to find out more. I've heard... That I, here's the thing. I was told, hey, Sean, you should ask about who worked the New Japan Strong tapings in December. And uh, of course I have, but New Japan has these wrestlers so scared to bring up anything or so scared to say anything. I have not been able to find out, but apparently some stuff, some significant stuff happened at the, the Strong tapings. I can't confirm that. Again, while we're just... Tossing out rumors, yeah. unsubstantiated yeah. <laughs> rumors, why not? Well, see, I'm allowed to toss out rumor. I can do it. 
But so so Mel- Meltzer reported that Jimmy, Moxley I got can- a contract. You you, I'm I'm good for a while. I yeah, can toss out yeah. unsubstantiated rumors. Mo- uh, Meltzer reported that Moxley can't have worked that that taping in December. Um, but that that's an obvious one. Moxley, I mean, he wasn't supposed to do U.S. stuff, but now with yeah. COVID, what can you do? So Tony Khan let him work a, a, a New Japan show on U.S. soil in order to kind of you know fulfill obligations or whatever. And I'm sure he probably did to try to open the door a little bit too. Sure. But so to me, this is big for AEW uh, and big for New Japan. Uh, I I will say what I've said this whole time: the NWA connection and the Impact connection has done very little for AEW. And and I know Impact fans don't want to hear that. It's the truth. Impact had no buzz. They were doing nothing. Uh, NWA doesn't really exist. AEW got some talent out of that fair. They they got Thunder Rosa, who's good. You know, they got Gallows and Anderson on the show. There's been much more benefit for Impact and, and the NWA than there was for AEW, given the TV time. New Japan's a different animal. And and yeah. there's there's different reasons why this is, I think, is, is a great thing. No particular order. Number one, if they solidify a relationship with New Japan, they will attract more talent. Yes. Uh, including talent from WWE when their contracts expire. They're going to be interested in this because, number one, you can double dip. So, you know, you look at Moxley, you look at Jericho, right? They're pulling income out of both. They're, they're pulling an AEW salary and they're pulling a New Japan salary. That's going to be appealing to guys on the WWE roster who are always are under this iron fist that you can only, you know, make money off of WWE. That's going to be appealing. Then on the other side of that, there's a lot of talent. And the first one that pops in my head is Sasha Banks. There's a lot of talent who have said that they dream of wrestling in Japan. Yes. And so now you'd have that opportunity. If 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 you sign with AEW slash New Japan, if that's you know where they go, you can work shows in Japan and you can still work shows regularly in uh in the US. So that's beneficial. That's gonna help them get talent. That's number one. Number two, you want to talk about exposure for younger talent, exposure to a new market, exposure to a new culture, exposure to the seasoned veterans. People were saying, oh, you know, this impact deal is great because they can work the tapings on Tuesday. It's nothing. It's like working dark. There's no difference. When you can actually, when COVID opens up, go to Japan and work in a brand new market, brand new culture, different style in some cases, different type of guy. There's a lot of benefit there. And then the obvious one is dream matches. You got Kota Bushi, you got Will Ospreay, you got Tanahashi, you got Okada, you got Jay White, all those guys. Then you can have Omega going back, Moxie going back, the Young Bucks going back. They, they passed um, on a pretty significant free agent last year, did New Japan, because they were like, we're, we're just not interested in bringing over anybody new right now while all this is going on. Right. And then New Japan has been trying really hard to establish a footprint in the U.S. And we've heard, you know, they got to deal with Roku now, which is kind of a minimal deal. Uh, there, there's word that they're working on some kind of a deal with ESPN. Well, now you'd have access to TNT live on Wednesday nights. And there's all this rumor that uh, NXT might move nights because of Peacock, you know, come March. That makes things even greater for New Japan. Then they got an unopposed night. My fucking nightmare, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, and th- Tuesday nights aren't even my off night anymore because impact does stuff now. Yep. So I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Fortunately, fortunately impact like, because we have a Twitch, we can do like watch alongs for it. So we don't need a post show. Jeremy's just going to watch the show and it will show up on the fightful Twitch. Like, Oh man, man. 
I should say since uh, since it's uh, uh, four o'clock here, go to yes. uh, FIFOselect.com after this. The list goes on. We're going to talk about Cesaro a little bit. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about Buddy Murphy, which I guess FIFO Select's place to do it now. Uh, we're going to talk WWE's Q4 earnings. going to talk about linear eyeballs. Uh, so go to FIFOselect.com. The list goes on after this. Feel, uh, it feels we, like it's been a while since I talked to you, just because you know, know I've been busy the last couple of weeks. So it's and, uh, and we had a we had a busy time. We like we were talking a lot in the weeks prior yeah, to that, and then it went yeah. from like all the time every day to like none at all. Yeah, uh, Evan, we got a few more super chats. Evan says saw a post on a Twitter fantasy faction of Ivelisse, Diamante, Miranda, Alize, and Zelina Vega. Thoughts on that? I think it'd be great for AEW. I think they should have tried to get the rights to LAX. I thought they were going to do that in Impact. I thought they'd bring in Mercedes, Ivelisse, and Diamante and do that. But I think that would be really good. A women's faction, when do we see it? Yep, we don't – like, why not? Yep. Andy says, Jimmy, is that some abomination beer I see behind you? Connecticut beer represent. Yeah, so I actually have news about that. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, here live on the air – let me see if I can grab one of these, this one and this one. This is a beverage company that I invested in. Uh, the mm-hmm. company's called uh, The Naked Collective. Here is their alcohol-free beer right here called So Beer. This here is their fermented drink called Mood. And it is now coming to the U.S. and Canada, Sean. Nice. Yeah, so they're already in the U.K. and Ireland. Uh, I apologize off the top of my head. I forget the name of the uh, of the stores, but they're in store in the UK and Ireland. Uh, they're going to be going to Italy soon, but they just got distribution in the US and Canada. They're gonna be in Canada by the end of February, uh, and they're going to be in the US by, I think, early Q2. I even told them uh, that I want to send some to Kentucky. I know that you're not a beer guy, so I'm not going to send you the non-alcoholic beer. You know what? Just spend, send me the sponsorship revenue. We'll do ad reads on Fightful. Technically, I'm the sponsor. Technically. Well, sort of. Heck. Heck. <laughs> but I'm going to send you some of the some of the other drinks because they're good. Okay. And so uh, I actually had a call with them yesterday, and uh, and we're going to ship some to Kentucky. So Evan Wright says, really curious what you think of Aaron Solo and Nick Comoroto joining the uh, Nightmare family and Lee Johnson teaming with Cody tonight. Well, I don't know what joining that means. They never come out collectively like on Dynamite, so we'll have to reserve judgment. Nick Comoroto is one of those guys that didn't get an NXT run got released and is doing really good. Aaron Solo has kind of lived in the shadow of Bailey, and I think he's going to emerge very, very well because he's very good. Andrew Monaghan said, did you see the Wrestling Code roster reveal with Tajiri? Of course, we cover that stuff every single day on FightfulGaming.com, so make sure you check it out. They're going to attract a lot of people because they're going up to people and they're saying, hey, every time you get downloaded, you're getting paid. Really? Yeah, and David Dicker says, not happy with AEW and WWE allowing fans in big numbers, but my humble opinion is it's just not the time yet. Stay safe, y'all. Is AEW doing big numbers with that? No, they're they're spacing people out an awful lot there. But guys, FightfulSelect.com. <laughs> Maggie, our, our alcohol expert here. <laughs> they're Sorry, they're actually non-alcoholic, these, oh, uh, these particular beverages. Oh, Maggie's heartbroken. <laughs> Until next time, guys.
Check out the list goes on on Fightful Select. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.